Happy, 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 happy Tuesday. <laughs> Got me by surprise there. My name is Alan. And my name's Nick. Welcome <laughs> into the dungeon. This week we find ourselves back in the Mountain Toes Mine, where Shrew's Shrubberies and their new companion, Don John Raskin, have just heard some voices shouting from beyond the door at the end of the corridor. And Don John has run up to the door. So what are Shrew's Shrubberies doing? Well, we are, we are following Don John up to the door as well. Be careful that the door isn't trapped. Oh, oh, you guys in there. It's Don John. Don John Raskin. And you're just hearing this, this commotion. Don John's like trying to push the door open, but it seems to be closed. He hasn't checked for any traps. He's just gone straight up there. He can't seem to get it open. Hmm. Well, this is a problem. Move aside, move aside. And you hear this like commotion happening inside. Are you all okay in there? Who's that speaking? This is true of true shrubberies. And we have come here to rescue you. Were there, are there any rack folks up there? Not currently, no. Well, we've got a bit of a situation in here. What's going on? Uh, I think we've got one of them here. Uh, really? Have you got weapons? Yes. Uh, one more. Uh, pin her down, pin her down. And uh, the door sort of swings open and you, you see four miners in this large room sort of wrestling and pinning down what looks like a, another... Almost half dwarf, half rat. Okay, easy, easy. I'm Don John Rat. I'm the new overseer of this mine. Okay, no, no, no one asked. Hold on a second. Um, that, I believe, is one of your miners. Uh, yes, but she's been turned into okay, one of those okay, rats. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, oh, uh, you've got another one there. No, no, no. Uh, calm down, not. calm down. Let's calm down. Let's all calm down a second. Hey, hey, come in, close the door. Why? What? Did you kill all the rat folk? Not all of them, but... but get in quick! Before they kill us! Oh, okay, okay. Hey, what's she doing? Why have you got a rat folk with you? She's, she's our friend, she's Fenna, and, and she was bitten by one of the rats, and now she's slowly turning into... I a... don't know, she's yes. been bitten too! I know, I, I can tell, but don't worry, we'll figure this out. But no need to slay any more people, especially our own friends. Let's, let's get some reason into our heads. I but goggle down. Look at her eyes; they're turning red. Is she turning violent, or? Well, well she's. Uh, I think she's got a thirst for. I don't know if it's cheese or a dwarf. Well, I mean, how, what do you mean you don't know cheese? They are two distinct well, things. We have not eaten for many a day now. We've been locked up in this room. Does does she still talk common, or? Well, she just started turning more into a rat. Have you tried to speak to her? Well, she's just squeaking her head now. Hmm. What's her name again? Gogodar. Okay. Um, Gogodar, can you can you hear me? Hmm. Do you want some cheese? I get some more of that cheese that I gave Fenna. Give a little bit. She munches it down. But you, you can see that it's taking 
the other four, the other three dwarves. Sorry, there's three plus um, this dwarf that's welcomed you in, holding her down. Hmm, this is a problem. Let's tie her up, Fena. Oh, is, is that going to happen to me as well? Oh, well, oh. you you let us know. You let us know how you're feeling, and you let us know if you think we should tie you up too. I don't want to be in a situation where you turn aggressive against us, and I, I don't even want to think about it, but you you let us know how you're feeling. Huh. Well, I'm feeling rather worried, True. Well, <laughs> yes, of course, I know, I know, but I mean, if you're feeling like attacking us, or if you're feeling not quite yourself, you know. It's okay, uh, breathe, breathe in, breathe in, breathe in and breathe out. That's, that's okay. Um, so... I want to start taking some ropes up and perhaps this can aid you in tying her. Keep an eye out, even if you tie her. They, they might escape by turning into rats and loosening those knots. Right. Look, we need to get out of here. You need to get out of here. No, we're not surrendering this mine to those no, no, filthy no, rats. Not surrendering. Oh, no, not under my watch, Rook, I told you. I'm here to oversee this mine. Well, you're going to oversee an empty mine at this rate. You won't have miners to mine. Look, you, you, you have to go down to town and try to find someone to cure your friend. You need to find someone that can remove a curse. And she'll be better. But you won't find one in these mines. We'll take care of the mines. We'll take care of the remaining rat folk. And we'll recover the mines for you. And what about the orcs? Have they gone too? Yes, the orcs are gone. The dragon took care of them. Oh, dragon... Yes, there was a dragon outside as we came in. There's three orcs left around. If you see them, if you come across them, you tell them that you've talked to Shrew of Shrew's shrubberies and that everything is okay. I'm inside the mine, bringing Celine's head back to them. Tell them to let you go. So sorry, just to clarify, are you telling the dwarves to leave on, the, on their own? Yep. Okay, roll me a persuasion. 18. Hmm, I think I'll... I think our friend speaks some, some sense. Uh, oh, well, would you at least uh, escort us to the, the entrance, make sure that that Zeline isn't out there? Oh, you're leaving too. Well, somebody's got to look after the men going down. Look at them. They're but skin and bones. I'll take you. I'll take you. Back to the entrance. But let's go quickly. Hey, let's, uh, let's make our way. Uh, you don't happen to have any uh, more cheese, would you, Shlu? Or perhaps something to eat. <laughs> Is that a sausage I smell? Oh, yes, uh, that's my sausage. Have you been bitten too by one of those rat folk? No, no, no. Oh, oh you're no. just hungry then. But I would like to sink my teeth into something. Yeah, sure. I take some rations that I have and I share them out. Uh, we, we kind of stocked up when we were at Toblum's at the Stonehill Inn. And I share some of the rations out to all the dwarves there. Right. Thank you very much for this. Bye. You see them like scoffing it down. They haven't. They look like they haven't had a, a meal in days. Slow down. You don't want to be choking. Now do you? So you guys are heading back, the same way you you came then? Yeah, same way. We know how to get out, so we're not really stopping for anything. Even if we hear anything, we're just carrying on quite quickly. So you make your way back through the first door that you just come in. You start to make your way down the corridor past a small opening with the, the dead body slumped over the, the crates and, and tools that were there. You make your way through the door that you came in 
where you'd had the battle with Zeline and her rat folk, almost in the center of this room, the one that you had barricaded the other doors from, you see this large creature, sort of like a beige and brown, with all these legs and these strange tentacles coming from its face, these pincers next to its mouth, and these large gray bean-shaped like eyes. You can see it devouring one of the corpses that have been left here. Has it noticed us? Yeah, as the door swings open, you sort of see it tilt its head almost over what it would have been its shoulders. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You've got enough food there for now. Don't mind us. We're just passing by. It's about the size of a horse. I stood there. Is it still eating as it's looking at us? You can see, like, the arm of one of the rat folk sort of dangling out of its mouth and sort of drops to the floor. I'm going to ask you to roll for initiative. All right, I'm going to roll for Shrew first. That's a six plus two, total of eight. Okay. Rolling for Fenna now. That's a nine plus one, ten. Actually, it's now plus two. Ooh, so eleven. And now for Fabian. 13 plus 1, 14. Okay, I'm going to roll for Donjon. It's a big old 10. I'm going to roll for the dwarves together as a group. That's a big old 7. And now for this beast. This beastie. And now you're going to roll over a 16. Okay, I'm, I'm going to roll this in plain sight. Ah, yeah. Just to see. It's actually a 10. Plus 1. It's 11. Yeah. <laughs> Mediocre rolls all around. Actually, the this beastie has drawn level with Fenner. So I challenge you to a roll-off. Let's do this. Just a straight-up d20. <laughs> uh, you want to read those out? Yeah, I rolled a four. He rolled a natural 20. Yeah, good place to waste one. As long as it's not two hit, I'll take that natural 20. Okay, so the battle will commence with Fabian. Right. Fabian runs up to this new beastie and tries and sink his sword into it. But he doesn't because he rolls a two. Oh no. Oh no, indeed. Although he regained his action surge. So yeah, he did. So he's going to roll again. But he still doesn't, because this time... Well, let's see. Six plus six. It just misses <sighs> as he takes another swipe. What a waste. Among this mass of tentacles sort of flip-flopping around its face, Fabian loses his nerve and misses twice. Strong start. Let's go. And incidentally, it is this beast's turn. And he's looking at this fresh piece of meat now in front of him. It's presented itself. <laughs> I want you to see this. Because this is ridiculous. Yeah, that's a natural 20. It's cocked, though. No, it's not cocked. It's, it's, <laughs> it looks cocked because I've just had to pick up the book I rolled it on to show you. Uh, that's, uh, I'm punishing this dice already. That's two, two nat 20s too many. So early in the game. I had to go and taunt you before. Okay, so Fabian takes six poison damage. Ooh. As one of these tentacles slaps him across the face and I'm going to need him to take a constitution saving throw oh constitution time that's a total of 19 yeah as he gets slapped by this tentacle you see him sort of grimace a bit but he's standing firm and after having attacked him with this tentacle he's now lunging forward with his mouth open wide he's going to go for bite which spectacularly misses yeah and with that it's over to Fenner Fena is going to cast Sacred Flame for now, a cantrip. Okay, so that's a dex saving throw, which he fails spectacularly again. Yeah. Same, same dice roll as before. A big old four. 
Not too bad, a total of six. It sort of reacts in pain. Yeah, I got him good. Is Fanny doing anything else? No, she's staying put far away from that creature. Okay, and with that, it's over to Don John. Oh, oh, you guys stay here. You, you see good old Don John take care of this. And you see Don John run up, flipping his daggers. Dagger, dagger, dagger. Yeah, two of those attacks miss. The third one hits. Okay, so that's a big old two damage. Oh, wow. <laughs> Watch me. What did he say? Watch me. I say, what? Slay this monster. <laughs> what was it he said? Jeez. Come on. Just get out of here. And after that, uh, rather lackluster show after his uh, boastful war cry. It's over to Shrew. All right, as Shrew, I'm going to cast Moonbeam. Okay. So that's it. I cast it. And now with my bonus action, I want to turn into... Bear Shrew. Okay. Are you going to do those awesome bear sound effects that we've come to love? And I run up to the worm-looking creature thing. Kind of looks a bit like a like a centipede, but fatter and bigger. When that is over to the dwarven miners, who are just going to cower behind. They look exhausted, hungry, a little worse for wear. And they're sort of almost half-carrying their tied-up companion. It's top of the round with Fabian. Fabian steadies himself and goes again to try and hit it. Much better this time with a 17 plus 6. Yeah, that hits. That's a d8 as he's holding onto his shield. It's a big ol' one. A big ol' one. A big ol' one plus 4. Total of 5. Okay. Is Fabian doing anything else? No, Fabian is staying right where he is. Okay, so it's over to this beastie. And he's looking over this slightly squishier human that's run up and stabbed him with this little tiny dagger. It's almost like a little stinger. Constitution time. That definitely hits. He needs to roll, though, for constitution. Not yet, though. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> when he starts his turn. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about <laughs> Donjon. He's standing on my moonbeam. Ooh, it's or true, have you forgotten true. how that I, works already? I had forgotten. So, yeah, so constitution saving throw. Constitution time. That's a... Yeah, he saves. That's a 19 plus 3. He still takes the half damage though, so that's 2d10. That's a 9 and a 1, a total of 10, down to 5. So this beast, as I said, had turned its attention to Donjon after feeling that scorching pain from the the moonbeam. His tentacles make contact, dealing 5 poison damage to Donjon, and it's a constitution time. He saves it with an at 20. (laughs) <laughs> that's the third wow. and a third different dice wow. I have to add wow. so it's following up with the spite and that will hit that's an additional 7 damage to Donjon oh, oh boy how does, he, how does he say it? that was actually really good <laughs> <laughs> that was spot on <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> that's all so it's a Fenner Fen again is going to try Sacred Flame. Okay, that's Dex saving throw. That is a 15 total. So yeah, Fenner's spell save DC is 14. He just scrapes past with a 15. Is Fenner doing anything else? No, she's staying there. Okay, so over to Donjon. He's doing his daka daka daka. Ooh, this time he hits with two of them. For a grand total of six damage this time. So over to Shrew. As Bear Shrew now, I'm going to try and bite one of his tentacles off. That's a 16 to hit. So yeah, you do make contact, but not enough to rip off a tentacle, I'll say. Roll for damage. That's a 5 plus 5, 10 damage on the bite. Followed by my claws. Total of 9. 
Yeah, that time the, it doesn't hit. Damn it. So it was a Fabian. Fabian is trying to slash at it. Change of dice. Change of dice. Real nice. 15 plus 7. 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's very bingo-esque moments there. <laughs> That's a total of 6 damage. You hear this creature shriek in pain now. Looks quite hurt. It's constitution time. See, I remember this time. Constitution time. Yeah, he saves again. Damn That's a you. Six, 16 plus 3. Damn you. Okay, half damage. 13 total, down to 6. This time he's turning his attention to Shrew. The bear has just been on him. Ooh. You're not going to believe this. Natural 20. That's the fourth. Oh. <laughs> That's the... That's the fourth one today, man. Ridiculous. And all four have been on my side of the table. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. And four different dice. And that 20. For a grand total of six poison damage. I suppose it's probably better to get nat 20s from this than from Zeline. <laughs> for sure. Or than from the dragon. Most definitely. <laughs> and you're going to need to roll a constitution time. Total of 14. You just save it. Get in. And with that, it's following again with its mouth open wide. It's desperately lunging towards you now, trying to take a bite out of that fur. It's an 18 total. <laughs> yeah, that hits. So it's a total of 5 plus 2, 7 piercing damage on Shrew. <laughs> and with that, it's over to Fana. And you're just going to keep blasting Sacred Flame. Okay, that's a dex. That's a 7 plus 1, which fails. Yes, it does. Well done, Fena. Five damage. You see this creature sort of bow its head, sort of start whipping it back and forth. It looks in serious pain, its legs trembling. It doesn't look like it's got much more fight in it. It's going down. It's over to Donjon. Ah, <laughs> oh, Donjon. Doesn't fail to disappoint. That's a one, a six, and an eight. <laughs> All of which miss. <laughs> wow. Bring Falcon. Oh, big Al back, please. <laughs> Can keep Donjon. He's over to Shrew. You see Donjon looking a little sheepish. I kind of glance over as a bear and look back at my prey and I'm gonna go for the bite. 17 plus 6. Yeah, that would definitely hit. Total of 11 on the bite. 11 damage. 11 damage on the bite, showing John Don how it's done. So yeah, your, your teeth sink into one of these tentacles. And it sort of bursts with all this goop bursting into your mouth, kind of like when, Sorry. kind of like when Pumba <laughs> bites into that fat grub in, in Lion King, yeah. just explodes in your mouth, and this creature collapses at your feet. <laughs> this really bitter taste now, <laughs> and that's the end of that battle. Yeah, we took care of that in short order. And I start running towards the door. I don't even check for anything. I just run, start running towards the door that we barricaded, the one we came in through originally into this room. Okay, you're just running through your moonbeam? No, no, obviously. <laughs> I, I know. I know where my moonbeam is. So trying to get me with my own moonbeam. I'm actually going to end the spell so that no one accidentally walks through it. Like I almost did. Okay, and where is it you are running off to? Running off to the door we originally came in through, the one we were escorted through by the rats. I'm gonna very carelessly just hit the boxes and barrels that we placed in front of that door to barricade it. I'm just gonna hit at them and 
break them and throw them all over the place so that we are able to go through the door. Okay, so that's done. Am I able to go through the door as a bear? I'll say you can squeeze through. It doesn't specify how big the doors are, but the ceiling's eight foot high. So I'll say you can sort of, you know, squish your, your butt through that door. All right, I do so and carry on leading the charge at a quick pace, running out into the daylight. Okay, well, you burst your way through this door, make your way through the corridor. You find yourselves inside this first room where you'd come in and been greeted by the first two rat folk. Nothing seems to be there as you're charging through. You burst out into the, the soft glow of the evening as the sun is starting to set in the mountains behind you. And I gesticulate towards Fandling. Okay. So, as you're doing this, Fabian's looking a little confused. He's like, are, are we... I'm never really sure if he can understand us. I know he can't speak, but... Are we going back to those orcs, or are we just going back to Fandolin? And I run into the mine again. You run back into the mine? Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Oh! Uh, does he want us to follow him? So you just run back into the mine? Where is it exactly you're going? Well, I'm running in, waiting for Fed and Fabian to follow. Okay, yeah, after, like, a moment to relapse, they, they do turn around and, and follow you back in. Do I see the Don John and the others are leaving? They're at the, they've sort of come back into that first room, looking a little confused. I run out again, and I start, like, <laughs> nudging them with my nose towards the exit. And I kind of point with my nose towards Fandling. Oh, uh, Don John, I, I think Shrew wants you to take the miners back to Fandling. Is that, is that what you want, Shrew? Good boy. And she sort of taps you on the on the head. Um, you think you'll be all right on the way down? Yeah, I think we'll be all right. As long as we don't get ambushed by those hawks uh, on the way up. But yeah, um, we'll see you in Fandolin. Oh, let's, let's get going, guys. And, and you see them sort of start marching off towards Fandolin. And they start running down again towards the mine, trying to look for Celine. Okay, so you're running back into that first main room where you were? As I left the main room where we fought that beast right now, um, on my way up to the surface, did I see any more routes that I could have taken? No. Okay, so I go back to that room where we just fought the, the centipede thing. And once there, I want to go through the last remaining door, which was kind of at the back of Celine's desk when we first met her. I want to go that way. Okay, this was also barricaded by you. Yeah, that's correct. I want to, as before, take everything now. So you burst through this door. And again, you very similar to the, the last door, you, you made your way through where you had found the miners. There's a short corridor with a door to your immediate left and directly in front of you. All right, I want to check the one in front of me. The one directly in front, yeah? Yeah, push it slightly open. So pushing this door open, you see that it leads into a tunnel extending about 30 feet or so. And it looks like this is where the, the miners had been digging out their gold. Does it end there? About 30 feet down, it ends there. You can see sort of piles of rubble and little gold nuggets and some pickaxes lying on the floor. Room seems empty. I don't see any rats. You don't see any rats. I turn around, go out, look for the rats in the other door. Again, pushing your way through this door. You see what looks like an office here. 
you can see that there's a, a desk, a chair, a chest that's been left open, and a cot, all of which seem to have been ransacked. There doesn't seem to be anything of note or value here. I'm also going to ask you to just roll me a d20 as well, just for tension, to place the fate in your hands. Straight d20? No. Yeah, just straight up. 11. So what are Shuru Shrubberies doing? So I don't see anyone here in this room either, right? No. Okay, I want to go back to the main room where we first fought with Celine. Okay. No one there? No one's there. Can I investigate as best I can the entry to where I saw Celine run off into that little hole? You'd stuff that with bits and bobs that you'd found. It doesn't seem disturbed. It does not seem disturbed. Okay, I want to claw at it to take the bits and bobs out. Okay. I want to turn back into Shrew. Okay. Fena, um, Fadian, stay here for a bit. I'm gonna go through this little hole here, see if I can find anyone, if I can see anyone. I'll go as slowly and, and quietly as I can, as a shrew. Do you think that's wise to go off alone? Well, probably not, but I'll be careful. And if anything happens, I'll, I'll come back. I'll be a little shrew. And I turn into a shrew and scurry off into that little hole there. So yeah, you start following this, this little tunnel that you found. I want to go slowly and stealthily using my echolocation. Okay, so let's let's do a blind roll for stealth then. So you start twisting and turning down this rodent-sized tunnel. After about 30 feet or so, you can sense that it's leading into a little opening. You carry on? Yeah, I'll carry on. Okay, so you find yourself now at the end of this tunnel. You can tell now that you're in a 20 by 15 foot sized room. It's pitch black. And here you do hear some squeaking. How many rats am I identifying? The far corner of the room opposite to the opening you've come in. You sense that there's a swarm of rats. Difficult to pinpoint exactly how many are there. That's it, nothing else in the room, just that corner. In terms of rats? Yeah, well in terms of living things that I could notice. You also sense a bigger rat. In the corner opposite that one, sort of curled up in a ball. Other than that, you don't really sense anything else. This seems to be like a natural cave of sorts, perhaps a den or a warren. They don't seem to have noticed you. With my echolocation, I don't see any exits other than the one I just came through. You do sense that behind this swarm of rats that are sort of climbing up and down and crawling over each other, that there is an opening on the other side of the room. Similar size to the one you've come in through. I'm going to ask you to give me a perception check with advantage because you've got keen smell as a shrew. That's a total of 12. 12. Okay, I'll say that having been up close with Zeline and having her sniffed you while you were in rat form, you've got a certain scent of her. A scent that you pick up in this room, but very faint. As best as you can determine, she's not in this room. And the only other exit is blocked by those rats, right? Yeah, they're swarmed around it. Okay, I'm gonna head back down the tunnel I came from, quietly. I'll say because you haven't um, really done anything, that you don't need a new stealth row. And you make your way quietly back to this winding tunnel. And you find yourself back in the room with your companions. I drop my shape. I found a little opening there, and... There was no way through. There was a few rats in there, but not Celine, I don't think. And no way through, so I couldn't risk it anymore. If I were to be stuck there, I wouldn't be able to get out. Let's leave, but let's go visit the orcs one more time before we go 
it's okay with you guys. I fear that perhaps Celine has attacked them. I don't know. The sun is setting. Where would we make camp? You suggestion we camp with the orcs? Yeah, it should be fine. <sighs> you see Fabian grimacing. You recall that he does not like orcs. He seems tense. <laughs> you rather leave down to Fandling now, while there's still light. Or make camp here. Okay, in here. I mean, if we go back to those orcs without Zeline's head, we should be ready for another fight. I don't trust them. Okay, Fabian, let's make camp here then. We'll see if Zeline pops up to greet us whilst we're resting. That way we can finish her off. Hmm, sounds like a plan. Fena, how are you doing? You think you can last the night? Oh, well, I don't feel any different than I did after the bite, so will I turn into a full rat shrew? No, of course not. Don't worry. Oh, where, where will we make camp? Well, here is a good place as any. You can rest on the table if you want. Oh, well, uh, not sure I'd feel very comfortable with those corpses hmm. lying there and that slug centipede thing. Oh, just the stench in here is enough to make me want to hurl. Good point, good point. Let's go to the rooms we discovered a, a, a little earlier, to those officers down there. We'll rest there. Close this door behind us and try and keep the stench out. Yes, that's, that sounds uh, a little better. So you guys make your way over to this office that had the desk, chair and, and a cot. There's not much in here to barricade the door. But if you wanted to, you could pick up some picks and stuff from, from the room you're currently in. Yeah, we'll try and brace it with what we can, yeah. As you're looking around, you, you do see some of these picks, as I said. You also see some of these nails. These big, long, thick nails. And you recall Dazzle and Norbus when you first met them, sort of hammering them into the floor behind the door, sort of keeping it safe from being pushed in. Yeah, we do that. Okay. So you're now in this room, making preparations to, to take a rest. Is anybody going to take watch, or are you just going to all go to sleep? Fabian can take the first watch, followed by me. Okay. So Fabian's watch passes without any incidents. Sure. Any sign of Celine? Sure. No, there's been no... Damn it. Nothing. Okay. I think you you may be right. Perhaps perhaps they've gone to, to attack the orcs. Why do you say this now? Well, because we haven't been attacked. Surely they would know we were in here. Hmm. Nothing's happened. I knew we should have gone. Wait, you don't think? We've got rat orcs now. Rat orcs? Or rat dwarfs and a rat donjon? No, no. I don't think. They had a head start and they... I'm sure they'd be able to run down the mountain. But what, what if they? What if she was waiting for us? It's okay. Lying. Oh. No, oh, no, no. Oh, I don't want to think about that. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, you ready to take watch? Yes, yes. I'll, I'll take watch. So the this room you're in is ominously quiet, but you do hear a little bit of shivering and mumbling, and you look over and you see Fenner is sleeping with a, a look of concern on her face. You can see beads of sweat slowly dripping down her forehead. She seems to be quite restless at the moment. I take some water from a flask, put it on a cloth, and kind of wipe down her forehead. <sighs> it's okay, it's okay, Fenna. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here. Rest, rest as well as you can. Don't worry, you don't, you don't need to take what. Keep resting. She's tossing and turning. She seems very restless. She's asleep, but she doesn't seem to be in, in, in deep sleep, or at least in a good sleep. 
I'm gonna just take double watch. I'm not gonna wake her up. Okay, so you don't wake up Fenner, but you would know that it's gonna take an extra four hours before you can wake up Fabian for him to get the benefits of a long rest, which would have taken your watch to six hours, and you're starting to feel pretty dang tired at this point. Yeah, when Fabian wakes up from his six-hour rest, I'll sleep an extra four hours to get my full six hours, and we're done, and we're leaving the mine. Well, Fabian, I don't think he's going to wake up on his own. You're going to have to wake him up after your six hours. Fabian? <laughs> uh, I didn't wake Fen up. You've had a full rest now, so I'm going to I'm gonna lie down for a bit, and uh, when I've had a, a, a nice sleep, we'll get going as soon as we can. Wake me up. Okay. <clears throat> nothing to... Nothing of note. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. I start to worry, Fabian. How's Fenna? She's being restless. I hope we can get her cured in time. Perhaps staying the night here wasn't the best of ideas, either. I think it's a damned if we do, damned if we don't situation. Yes. Okay. Have some rest. And Fabian's watch passes without any incidents. He wakes you up. Sure. Yes. Anything of note? No. Uh, yeah. Nothing, nothing. I slept, but I had one ear open, and I'll tell you that much. Hmm. I think we should wake Fenner up. Yes, yes. Fenner! <coughs> it's time time for us to go. <sighs> oh. Oh. I'm soaking. I know, you, you didn't have the best of nights, but we'll get to Fenderling soon and we'll find a cure for you, don't worry. I was having... I was having these nightmares. Of what? Rats. I dreamt I was a rat. Sc- scuttling through a kitchen and somebody was trying to kill me. Oh no. How fortunate. But don't worry, don't worry. That's just a dream. You're not gonna turn into a full rat. Don't, don't worry about it. Let's go, let's go. Start heading out of the mine. So you guys are making your way back outside the mine? Yeah. So yeah, you're there at the entrance of this mountain toes mine. You can see that there's a light drizzle of rain falling. Let's go and check those orcs. I need to know what what's going on. I need to know if Celine visited them during the night. Is it okay with you guys? It's not too far off. Yeah, that's that's fine with me. Though I'm a little concerned of our friends. We'll see on our way down. Hopefully they they could get out in time and get some help in fandling. And I start running towards the caves. So after a short while, you find yourselves at this cave's entrance. The one that had the wooden stakes with the rat heads on them. Are you making your way in? Can I keep an ear out to see if I can hear the orcs inside, any commotion, before actually walking in? You can hear the, the three voices that you had heard last time. Okay, I start walking in, saying, This is me, Shrew, I'm back from the mines. All right, Shrew, you brought me the Zeline's head. Well, 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 let's not get ahead ourselves. You, you see what I did there? Um, was that a laugh of you? <laughs> it's a snigger. I don't see any head on you. And, this and why has she got whiskers? Now, now, now. Very astute of you. We have a we had a slight problem. Uh, she she ran off. Perhaps she ran off to Fandling. Perhaps she's hiding in the mines as we speak. I do not know. I came here to check on you guys in case she had run off into your mine and attacked you. Seeing as you were weak and all, I, I thought perhaps I should come. I make sure you're all doing fine and help you if you weren't. 
But I see she she hasn't been here. Has she? No, the night has passed without any any commotion on our end. Good, good. And I hope those sausages kept you well fed during the night and all. Yes, sir. They were rather tasty. Well, I'm glad. I quite enjoy them myself, you know. Anyway. So the mine is... No. Freed of these... Not of everyone. Celine has not been slain, I'm afraid. And I'm afraid we are running out of time. We are heading down. Down to Fandling. And I extend that invitation to you. If you are to take it. No, I, I think we will make our way to the Neverwinter Woods. See if there's more of our kin there. Just, uh, I need to know. In the perfect scenario, would you rather be back in your old home or serving those half-orcs? Well, in an ideal scenario, it would be nice to be back at the fortress. It's a little easier to defend than, than the forest. But then, we'll have numbers there. Do you have a strong allegiance with those half-orcs? Well, not me personally, but they will help us. They will help you until they get what they need, then what? They'll cast you aside. Well, it seems no different to what you're proposing. I'm not proposing that at all, I already tell you. We could change things. We, we could set up trade routes, new trade routes, going up to, to Azispire Hold. It could spell up a prosperous future for orcs and humans around the area. We could uh, change the fate of all our kinds. I said it before, uh, that's, that's the ideal future I see ourselves living in. And it's perhaps far-fetched, and it's perhaps stupid. Uh, I can accept that, but there has to be a better way than this endless fighting and slaying of each other. That's no way of living. Now I propose to you this. Stick with us, try. At least try and turn your friends, so that they come in aid of us when we need to kill this dragon. Once a dragon is killed, we'll start building the future together. I give you my word. <sighs> Maybe your word, but I don't think you speak for all of Neverwinter, all of Waterdeep. No. Or all of the cities. Of course not. But we it's, can start this. We would be the spark that ignites the fire. I can't promise anything. No, but take this. And I hand her the stone of sending. This? This is one of two sending stones. What are you doing, Shroom? It's okay, Fagan. We can keep in contact over long distances with this. Please let me know what, how you find things and if you're able to at least convince some people to join our plight. And to abandon those half-orcs that mean no good to anyone. Just themselves. I've spoken to them. I know their plans. And none of us feature in those plans in the future. It's all about them. Let me know if you're able to aid us. Do I have your word? Roll a persuasion check. That's a total of four. Four persuasion. <laughs> I'll take your stone of sending, but if I get caught with this, I'll be killed. I'll just say I stole it off you. But I'm not promising you anything. I'm... Not even promising I will be in contact with you. It's okay. Think about it. Try your best. Just think of the future we can have together. That's all I'm saying. Just try. And I turn and leave. You're turning to leave the actual cave here. Yeah. As you start making your way back up, you get into the entrance of this cave and you see a silhouette standing at the entrance. Coming from it, you see this motion of an arm tossing something. And you hear like a thump, thump. It starts rolling towards you. You're wearing your night vision goggles. Your owl-like goggles of the night. So you can see in the dark. To your shock, you see that this is... Don John's head. <laughs> what? <laughs> she... <laughs> oh, damn you. 
And I think that's where we're going to end tonight's session. You evil man. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> How do you kill Don John? You had a... You had a beautiful life to live. <laughs> oh, I wish you guys could see Al here now. Well, stressing out. It's what it is. You win some, you lose some. So that was a bit of a tense episode. <laughs> at least a tense ending. Al's face is uh, in disbelief at the moment. Yeah, that's uh, probably... Uh, we'll leave this for the... Buy me a coffee members. The after episode reflections. Yeah, and that seems like a good place to plug it. So if you do like these kind of uh, post-episode ramblings, make sure to sign up on www.buymeacoffee.com slash i2td. That's the digit two. And don't forget to check out our website with all our links to all our good stuff. You can also purchase one of donations in our shop there, in our extra zen, buy me a coffee, and they reflect as in-game items. So go check that out as well. Also follow us on Good Pods and please leave a rating and comments, if you will, there. And also in any other podcast player that you listen to us on. Ratings and comments are very much appreciated. And this week we're featuring a promo from our new friends at the Clash of Crits. They're an actual play 5e Dungeons and Dragons podcast with three strangers that go on the adventure of a lifetime. Hi, Clash of Crits is an actual play 5th edition D&D podcast that release new episodes every Sunday. In a world much like your own, actually, it is your own, three guys on a cruise get pulled into a whirlpool and find themselves lost into the world of D&D, surrounded by chaos and magic. How will they survive? How will they find their loved ones? How will they get home? Find out on the next episode of... Hey, Solly, what are you doing over there on the mic? Hey, get off that thing. You over there talking on their microphone? Come on, Solly, you know how, how they get about messing with stuff. What the hell was he doing? Get off of there, you scaly rat. Yeah, that sounds interesting. How will they find their loved ones? If you want to know more, go and check them out. We'll have the links to the podcast in the description below, so make sure to check them out. Clash of Crits. Yeah, and you know what that brings us to? Yeah. The last one standing. End of episode club. Yeah, you know what to do. We're now at episode 29. One away from the big 3-0. Ooh, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, so make sure if you haven't heard the other ones before, go back. You're missing out. You're missing out on the fun. We're going to give you a password for you to use in a witty comment. Make us laugh. Perhaps make us cry. Alan was almost crying when he saw Don John's head rolling down. Yeah, this, this is a crying episode. And just a disclaimer, I kind of laugh when I'm nervous. So when I saw the head rolling and I found out it was Don John, I was laughing because I was nervous. I wasn't laughing at the situation. <laughs> it wasn't fun. Yeah. So today's password is ahead of the game. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> you do him dirty. Yeah. So use that in the comments on Twitter or Instagram. 
or on Discord, you're one of our growing community. And I think that's enough waffling for tonight. Yeah, if you want to hear us waffle some more, tune in tomorrow to the next episode, episode 29 of Into the Studio, over at Buy Me a Coffee. And without further ado, we bid you farewell and hope you join us next week as we delve into, into the dungeon. dungeon.